0: We fall, we break, we fail. But then we rise, we heal, we overcome. I choose to live by choice, not by chance. To be motivated, not manipulated. To be useful, not used. To make changes, not excuses. To excel, not compete. I choose self-esteem, not self-pity. I choose to listen to my inner voice, not the random opinions of others. I choose to do the things others will not, so I can continue to do the things others cannot. Fate whispers to the warrior, you cannot withstand the storm. The warrior replied, I am the storm.
1: This is Doc's Daily Dose, and you are a warrior. Welcome to Doc's Daily Dose. I'm your host, Coach Doc. Turkey Day just passed, and you know, I'm not going to do an episode about being thankful or grateful, or I know a lot of people have different various opinions on Thanksgiving and what it represents. For me, it's just always been a representation of getting together with loved ones, having a good meal, and enjoying yourself. But this past Thanksgiving, I recognized something that is actually happens around holidays, as well as just every typical day. And that's the notion of tradition. Now, I'm not talking about the tradition of the holiday itself. I'm talking about creating your own traditions. And this past Thanksgiving, it dawned on me that I've created a lot of traditions, especially surrounding interactions with my kids. And it's always about teaching them to love each other teaching them to love other human beings. And when it hit me was the level of excitement from family members when it came time for the Thanksgiving tradition. So I don't know how long ago it started, but it has to have been over five years at this point. And the way it started was grown out of excess. What I mean is my family loves to cook. I love to cook. My dad loves to cook. My sister loves to cook. And if you saw my Thanksgiving post, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so everybody brings something to the table, literally, for Thanksgiving. And no matter how much we try to scale back, we have enough food to feed an army like there's just so much food. And so, you know, everybody came over. We also had a plus two with my niece, her boyfriend, really good kid uh, who actually kind of threw me for a loop when I think I've only met the kid like three times. He's super nice. He plays football senior in high school and they were leaving and I said bye to him and he's like, all right. And I was like, yeah, if you're really serious, because he had talked to me earlier in the evening about it. I was like, if you're really serious about the football thing and you want my help, just let me know, man. I got some tricks up my sleeve. He's like, yeah, no, I will. Thank you. I'm going to talk to my cousin as well. And he's like, and I was like, all right, man, cool. Let me know. See you later. He's like, "All right, love you, which kind of threw me off. Cause again, I've only seen or met the kid like three or four times, but he's been with my niece, I think for over a year now. But anyways, forget that tangent Uh, back to my story. The other plus one was coach Rainier. I thought he had maybe flown back to his hometown out of state. I think I saw him post something on social media and I was like, oh, is he still home? And I hit him up like, hey, are you are you not with your family? And he's like, no, I'm just chilling. I may go do something later here tonight or whatever. I was like, we got all this southern food. If you want to come over, the invite's open like you're more than welcome. And he slid through and it was awesome. I love hanging out with Rainier. And I knew my family was going to love him because he's funny. And I knew that he was going to love my family because just like him, they crack jokes all day long. But even with all of those people, we had so much food left over. And I know I'm kind of talking in circles here, but it all come back full circle. Don't worry. Now, because of all the leftover food that we have after people have had two, three plates, there's just still so much food. I don't know. Like I said, maybe five, eight years ago, I decided pack up five plates. Load them to the brim, everything. The yams, the cornbread, the greens, the neck bones rice and gravy, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, pot roast with the juicy gravy, the ham, the mac and cheese. Did I say mac and cheese? Because it's it's two flavors of mac and cheese. We do a regular and a bacon jalapeno one, or my sister does, with pies and ice cream. And so I grab a box, I stack up five big plates, put some foil over them, grab some silverware, and I take the boys in the car, and we go drive around the neighborhood right within, you know, less than a mile radius, if that, maybe like 10 block radius of the home. And we pass them out to people on the streets. It could be someone who is homeless, usually is. It could also be someone like one year. I used to always frequent the Seven Eleven, and I happened to go in to get some extra beer because we had ran out. And I was like, man, you working here all night tonight? He's like, yeah. And I was like, what about Thanksgiving? You... Nah, nothing, nothing today. I'll have some food tomorrow. So I went home, grabbed a plate and brought it to him so he could have some Thanksgiving food while he was on his shift. Now, I never knew if the kids saw the value in this tradition that I created, because yes, it's for the people that we are serving out in the community, helping feed some folks. But it's also self-serving in that one, it gets rid of leftover food for us without wasting it. But two, Anytime you give charity to other people, it's an ego boost. And I didn't want them to get that side of it. I wanted them to get the side of help others in need, but always help the ones closest to you first. There's no need for you to go traveling thousands of miles or putting up thousands of dollars. There's someone right there on the corner on the street you live on who could use a meal, a conversation, a warm jacket, any of that stuff. But, you know, they're young and the tradition was started so long ago. Even though they were in the car in their car seats back then, and now they're all sitting riding, you know, normal. I wasn't sure if they were getting the right side of it. And so after everybody had had their second or third plate and was full and sitting around and relaxing and popping the buttons on their pants, watching football. It was time to clean up the tables so to make room because there's just a lot of people in and out. I mean, you got my whole family, my parents, my sister, her three daughters, her oldest daughter's boyfriend, Rainier. So there's just a lot of movement going on. And all my boys were playing with their cousins. And so I didn't know if they were going to be down to go make this ride. And so I loaded up the plates and I said, hey, we're going to hit the street, go pass out these plates. And normally when I tell my kids it's time to do something, let's go make this happen. Go to the grocery store, go pick something up from the sporting goods store or grab some dinner, go to school, whatever it may be. You know, they take their sweet ass time getting out the door and now they're playing, riding around an electric, you know, power wheel type car, shooting baskets, warming up by the fire, just finished having ice cream. So they're on a sugar high. Honestly, didn't think they were going to be about it, especially too because they were older. But history should have told me. I mean, we even did it during the pandemic and passed out to people and they were all about it then. So when I made the announcement, everyone stopped what they were doing. All three of my boys so did my oldest niece and her boyfriend. The kids ran inside, put their shoes on and a hoodie. My dad was like, I'm rolling too. So it's me, my pops, my 18 year old niece, her boyfriend and all three of my kids loaded up in a car. And they're looking and spotting and giving suggestions of where to go where they have seen homeless people before. They're asking if they can get out with me to give it to them, because they wanna help pass it out and make people feel good. And their excitement to do that didn't bring me to this moment of, oh, Thanksgiving and being grateful. It's all about being of service and these traditions of these holidays. It was about the traditions you create for the people in your life. It's about how those traditions can happen at any time. And as we gave the last plate away and we're driving home, I got real quiet because I was thinking about all the other traditions we have. Good night stuff with all the boys. When I drop them off at school, how we repeat our mantra together. When I pick them up from school, the questions that I asked them, how every New Year's they wear yellow underwear turned inside out. I don't know. It's a Colombian thing, I believe. Maybe Peruvian. I'm not really sure. Or how we do Christmas Eve with one side of the family and then the next morning on Christmas Day do it with the other side of the family. Or every Sunday having hangout one-on-one time with one of my boys. Or getting nuggets, sour Skittles before a football game and then me and him always driving solo and having the rest of the family meet up at the game. Me letting my oldest son stay up and watch scary movies with me or me and my youngest son riding in the truck blast in E-40 since he was in like pre-K. And what I realized was you can create traditions anytime you want with anyone you want, because what you're really doing is creating lasting memories. And I don't know if all these traditions that have been shared with the boys will last forever or when they become adults and have families, but I'm pretty sure some of them will. And that's just as strong of a legacy for the Harrison last name as anything else. And that's pretty dope. I like that a lot. So your homework, take a look at your traditions, ones for yourself, for loved ones. Find the ones that aren't wrapped up in the general holiday behavior. What are the ones that are unique to you, to your peoples? And if you don't have some, create some, at least one. And if you got older kid and you think, ah, my kid's not gonna like that. They're, you know, teenagers and uh," nah, they will. I saw it in my eldest he's normally the last one out the door and he put his shoes on immediately but create those traditions because even when you're in a house full of people some you love some you can't stand some you're all right with some you don't know some who surprise you others who you ignore there's always that moment that tradition that can be a lasting memory for you and for generations to come I appreciate you thanks for listening and much love always
0: Be grateful for adversity, for it forces the human spirit to grow. For surely, the human character is formed not in the absence of difficulty, but in our response to difficulty.
1: Thank you for listening to Doc's Daily Dose. I truly appreciate you. The ability to be honest and show strength and vulnerability doesn't happen without you pressing play. If you've got any suggestions, any ideas, or simply want to help make this show bigger and better, at the end of the show notes here, please feel free to donate and support Doc's Daily Dose. If you've got any questions that you want me to answer on the podcast, well, hit me up, a simple email, CoachDoc at MuchLoveAlways.com. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter on MuchLoveAlways.com and check out anything else on the website. Again, I'm truly thankful for you. Much love always.